All right, guys, this is the first recording. Yeah, I feel really stupid, so I'm sorry, but all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. I thought it was going to be easy. Now I don't know what to say. I'm getting shy. I'm only by myself. Okay, Um. well, I guess I just wanted to try to do a podcast because I discovered them like last year and that's all I listen to at work literally I don't talk to anybody all day I've become super awkward so like a lot of people know me but they don't know me in person just like Facebook things and I'm just really not as cool as the internet makes it seem like so sorry to disappoint you but yeah Mm -hmm. also I sound like I'm six so sorry about that too Alright, I wrote down a couple key points so I can stop being a little bit not so messy, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, like I said on my personal Facebook page, I've noticed a lot of other people have been interested in like true crime and spooky stories and murders and all that. And I don't know how many times I've heard someone talk about like the classic serial killers, but I just feel like I need something new. Like I love them all, don't get me wrong, but just let's change it up a little bit. And I'm sure you guys probably do too, but like I currently listen to My Favorite Murder, Cold Case Files, Crime Junkies, True Crime Obsessed, Small Town Murder, and just a couple of them. There's a lot more, but those are the main ones. Um, and I want to start off like super local, like Decatur, just in surrounding towns, because I'm sure everybody listening to this knows me, so which means you're probably going to be familiar with the stories that I'm telling. It's just cool to like hear, you know, I whatever. Um... But then I'll start, like, branching out to do, you know, more of the Midwest, like, Ohio and Indiana and stuff like that. Um, So, I mean, that's basically just the gist of it. As of right now, it's just me doing this because it's hard to get other people to do what I want them to do. I've never been good at group projects, but... Hopefully, like, if you're interested in doing it and you want to actually do the research and come over and record with me, um, email me or DM me or whatever, let me know. And, um, like, after you've listened to a few episodes and if I don't totally fucking suck, then let me know too. And I'm going to send out free, like, car decals for advertising and stuff. I've already got somebody working on a decal for me and hopefully I can get her paid, like, Cross your fingers. Um, also, I want to do like a spooky Halloween special. So I've already mentioned that on the page too. Um, if you have any haunted stories or something scary that's happened to you, email me those stories too so we can read them on Halloween. All right, I don't have any music or anything yet, but I'm working on that too. All right, bye. Oh, well, you guys, that intro was super bad. Like, real bad. I, my awkwardness is carrying over not so well, and the weird noises I make, it's just, when you hear yourself, you're like, I really sound like that? And I keep saying like, and it's pissing me off. And I keep like, and there goes the like again. Oh, my. Okay, anyways, uh... The audio and everything and the quality hopefully will get better once I learn a little bit more about 
how to do all this shit. And if it doesn't, then I'm just throwing everything in the trash. Like, including myself, down the drain, done with it, give up on life. I, I can't handle it. Anyway, episode number one, kick off. I really need a friend here to talk to because I feel super stupid just talking to myself. I'm nervous somebody's going to walk in and catch me like I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. <laughs> Alright. Um, so there's a 911 call made from a payphone on September 2nd, 2003 that said, Save my babies. They're in the car. They're in the lake. Can you guess what this episode's about? Yeah, Amanda Ham, piece of shit, number one. All right, this happened at Clinton Lake. Um, she had the, the the kids, her kids were in the car, and the car was submerged in the water, and her and her boyfriend made it out, but the kids didn't, and she made the call for somebody to come help her get her kids out of the water. Um, Christopher was six, Austin was three, and Kylie was 11 months, so almost one years old. They were stuck inside of her 97 Oldsmobile Cutlass that was now submerged in Clinton Lake. Um, emergency services arrived, like, super quick. Uh, it only took them two minutes to retrieve the kids out of the water because they were right there off of the boat ramp. So they weren't, like, in the middle of the lake or anything like that, uh. They said that there was tiny handprints from the kids. Oh my god, so sad. On the, uh, like, back windshield of them, like, knocking and hitting their hands, saying, Mommy, Mommy, help me. That's what people around were saying that they were doing. I don't understand why nobody, like, tried to jump in and help them. If they were people who saw that, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but they couldn't save the two boys. They died that night, and the little baby girl ended up dying the next day at the hospital. Uh, so Amanda Ham and her boyfriend, Maurice Legrone, were having dinner in the car on the boat ramp. <laughs> Who parks on the boat ramp like that? Nobody, you shouldn't be there, like, at all anyways. But, uh, the story that they told the cops was that they were parked on the boat ramp, um, eating their dinner, and it was time to go, and Maurice had put the car in reverse to back up slowly, but it started slipping, um, forward into the water they were parked like just inches from the water I guess uh but if you're not actually in the water the boat ramp is usually not slippery because um the moss just isn't there the moss is under the water so it wouldn't just like slip in I mean from what I think it wouldn't <laughs> uh funny story um I was probably like 14 or 15 or something, and my dad had a jet ski at the time, and I always wanted to go with him, just a chance that he might let me drive this jet ski. He never let me, but I still went just to bug him in case he might. Plus, there was boys there, so a win-win for me. But anyways, he backed up the jet ski and the trailer into the water, and I don't know why it was my responsibility or that he trusted me to get the jet ski into the water. Because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But anyway, so I step into the water, fully clothed, thinking I'm going to push this jet ski off the trailer. And once you get into that water, like I said, there's that moss on that concrete. And it is slippery as hell. I freaking... 
slid and fell in on my ass and I couldn't get back up. I couldn't get my footing. So I'm just like sliding down the boat ramp in front of a whole bunch of cute boys. Just like, yeah, this is my life now. I can't. I was so mad. Like, dude, why did you make me do that? You knew that was going to happen. Asshole. Anyways. Um, so back to the story at hand here. Uh, he, um, I can't, I don't know. There was a couple stories here about what supposedly happened. Um, the one that I already said in that he had tried to reverse it, that it slipped forward. Um, another one was that he actually, actually put the car in drive instead of reverse and just like gunned it forward, I guess. And then also that he faked like he was going to drive into the lake to play a joke on the kids, but like. They're six, three, and one. Why would you play that type of joke on them? That's not for that age group. But, um, okay, so the windows were down on the car. Most of the reports say that Maurice and Amanda's, Amanda's clothes were dry, so, like, they didn't even attempt to get the kids out or save. They just saved themselves. They're like, well, can't help you. Bye. Um, so with their clothes being dry, that means they jumped out of the car before it was even halfway under the water. Plenty of time to get those kids out of the car to help them. Like, I'm sorry, but even if I couldn't swim, I would still try to get my kids out of the car. Like, I don't understand. So, just bad people all around. Um, and the water right there was like four to eight feet deep. So, you had to have done it on purpose, right? Okay, so anyways, a little background here on Maurice Pooh. Like, first off, none of Amanda's kids were fathered by him. They were not his kids. Um, he had a neck tat, which is, like, the most sketchy-ass thing you could do. I see a dude with a neck tat, and I'm like, my mom would not let me talk to you. And I still feel like that. Like, I don't know, it's kind of cool, but, like, you're a sketchy-ass motherfucker. Let me stay away. Um, he couldn't hold a job. I don't think he wanted to. Um, he never wanted to babysit those kids while she went to work. He, there were stories, and he admitted that he chased one of the, he chased the kid with a knife before, like, as a joke. Um, he put one of the kids' heads in the oven, like, I don't, one month before these drownings happened, Amanda and Maurice wanted to move to St. Louis. Uh, they asked her mom to take two of the kids and that they could only take one. So, just, you're trying to put kids' heads in ovens, chase them with knives. You don't want to take your kids to move with you. So, like, just, they just didn't want them at all. They were, if you don't want your kids, don't have them. Find somebody to take them. Like, do not drown them in the lake. Come on. Her, they saw it as that her three kids got in the way of their relationship and doing whatever they wanted to do. He wanted to party and do drugs all the time and bang it out, apparently. Just not something most parents would prioritize, I guess, you know. Not my priorities. Those kids are the priorities. You don't just get to do what you want all the time when you have kids. And I guess he just didn't understand it. He came up with this plan, supposedly, to get rid of them so he could have the life that he wanted. And Amanda just went along with it because she's a weak-minded piece of shit-ass bitch. Like, that's all there is to it. So, of course, there's going to be court 
you know, in a trial and all that to see what really happened. Plus, this background was ended up serving about five years total. She was already in county for three years, so she ended up getting day to day for good behavior. So, like, in total, after she was sentenced, it was only a little bit over a year that she had actually served of her prison time. Yeah. The boyfriend was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. So, that's good for him, but not good for her because she's a freaking free woman after she didn't kill her three... Why am I getting so worked up? I mean, obviously, no. Everybody knows. All right. So Amanda gets out of prison and meets a new man and marries him. His name's Leo Ware, and she moves to Chicago with him. She has two more kids, two girls, and while she's in the hospital giving birth to the third kid, which is a boy, a nurse recognizes her as Amanda Ham and calls DCFS immediately. Like, this is not good. This bitch drowned her three kids. Why does she have more, you know? So this is, like, 2014, I think, um... So, she loses the three kids and then replaces them with three more? I, I, it just makes me sick. The DCFS welfare investigation begins. The course reasoning for interfering with the kids is anticipatory neglect, is what they call it. It means that neglect is likely to occur based on previous actions in cases where the kids have already been taken into state custody or when the death of a child was linked back to abuse or neglect, which is exactly what happened. So, but, you know, of course, they in court trying to fight it. We didn't do anything to our kids, which I guess they didn't do anything to the new kids. Oh, that sounds terrible, the new kids. But it's just you did to your previous children you you shouldn't get that luxury i don't it's a little bit too close to my heart i can't talk about it too much but so the three kids were placed with a relative until the trial happened in 2015 um they ended up losing custody as they should all together of the kids um a family member of the husband leo was granted guardianship because well the reason that they lost the custody besides you know the neglect that was probably going to end up happen. I don't know. I can't say that, but being since it's her, I guess I could. So anyways, Amanda and Leo both had substance abuse problems. She was on drugs when her first three children died, murdered, whatever. And she probably just continued the drug use through that. She didn't follow through with her treatment for a mental illness either. I'm not sure which mental illness that would have he used to be a drug dealer and gang member. He fully admitted to it, that, but he's not into that anymore, he said. Also, whenever you are under DCFS investigation, there are just things that you have to do in order to get your kids back. Like, there's visitation, there's classes that you need to be doing, all types of different things. And they just they just didn't do it. So, they, weren't, they didn't do it in the time frame they were asked to do it, so they didn't get the kids back. Um, also, in 2012, there was a call to police for a domestic violence and dispute and abuse and all that because he had hit her. And the next year when she was actually pregnant with that boy, um, she got an OP against him because she claimed that he was using crack and being crazy and abusive again. She feared for herself and her kids, but had the stuff dropped two weeks later. So apparently she wasn't that concerned. 
So the family member that has the three kids continues to have custody, and he was allowed unsupervised visits to the children, and her visits had to be supervised because the three kids, you know, previous kids were hers, and they're dead now, but they weren't his. So in 2016, they split up, got divorced. Well, I have no idea what that girl's up to now. I don't think anybody's heard from her. Hopefully she's just practicing safe sex and not getting pregnant again because she doesn't deserve the privilege of someone calling her mommy. That was super short. I thought it was going to be longer. Anyways, fuck her. The end. She's a trash bag. That's all I got to say about that. So after going through and editing this, I realized that I said, um, about 68 times. So I edited most of those out, but there's still a few in there. I'm just going to leave it. If I took them all out, literally this episode would have been probably 10. No, it's already like 13 minutes. It would have been seriously like seven minutes. And I keep saying like, I'm sorry. I need to quit apologizing. Who fucking cares? Like I said, eventually it'll get better. I can stop talking so fast. I'll be a little bit more comfortable. I feel super stupid. I really need to get somebody else in here to like vibe with and talk to because I'm literally just reading notes off of a piece of paper and I know I forgot a ton of details because I'm so nervous. I don't understand. I can do videos on snapchat i need that big mouth filter to and like look at myself while i talk and i'm sure i'll be fine (sighs) anyway if you have any suggestions about cases you want to hear i have a whole list of people i just don't i just don't know which ones that i want to do right off jump i have three laid out ready to go right now which i'm going to wait to release the episodes until i have at least a few done and edited so It's not just one and then you're waiting because most of the time I'm super busy. I don't have a lot of extra time as of right now to be sitting here and doing this. Like it's 1 a.m. Luckily I have the day off tomorrow. Otherwise this wouldn't be happening either. I'm just kind of all over the place right now. Also need my own space. I'm trying to get somebody to build me a legit she shed in the backyard. Because right now I'm just doing this in the two older boys' room. And when they come over, they're going to be like, oh, look, a microphone. I'm going to try to be a rapper or something. So I need to get my own space. They can leave my shit alone. All right, enough of that. If you have suggestions on cases you want to hear, email me at midwestmayhem217 at gmail.com and also i still need some more spooky haunted creepy stories for halloween so bye